Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going? And Sean, our audio engineer. Sean. Sean, our beloved audio engineer. Boy, oh boy. Where are we going to start with you today? What would we do without Sean? <laughs> um, let, me, let me ask you something, Maddox. Yeah. It is true or false. It is now midnight on Monday. Is that a true thing that I have just said? I, yeah, that yeah, is true. That, that is, is true. A true thing. It's that midnight is. on a Monday, and we are recording a pot, the podcast at midnight on a Monday. Do you mind if I break from protocol and uh, go straight into my first problem no, no, today? I, I, I'm sorry, Dick. Uh, uh, quick correction. It's Tuesday. <laughs> it is the day we're releasing the podcast. Yes. It is midnight on Tuesday. It's midnight on Tuesday. Sean, that, that's true, right? <laughs> this is true. All right. That's enough out of you for now. <laughs> While I get to my first problem, I'm not. I don't. Want, I don't care about last week now. Okay. I just want to get to my first problem. Is okay. that all right with you? Sure. I've had a rough night. Uh huh. And what I'd like to be doing is out drinking. Oh. But I'm here recording the podcast. Yeah. 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 It's uh It's it's uh Why why are you recording the podcast here now, Dick? Oh, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. I get, uh, let me tell you what happened to me tonight. Yeah. Okay. Tell me tell me if this is entertaining to you at okay. all. Okay. Before I get to the to the problem. Sure. Because I've had a really rough night. Yeah. All right? I was doing a sketch show tonight yeah. Yeah. at the theater, which, which I do from time to time. At, at the Upright the, Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. It's yeah. an improv theater that, uh, that you do shows at sometimes. That I do shows at. Yeah. Sketch is very simple. It's one we've done many times. Um, are you familiar with those Wild West stunt shows? Where, like, at Universal yeah. Studios, a bunch of jackasses in costumes will come out and they'll, like, perform a stunt show to, a, to an audio track. Yeah, there might right? be, like, a showdown and they'll, they'll shoot cap guns at each other. Yeah, they get, like, a Miami Vice, yeah. one of these, at it, Universal Studios. It's a Studios. big Western jerk-off. That's what it is. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's for kids. So the sketch we were doing involves uh, something going horribly wrong in one of these shows and someone actually gets shot. However, okay. the track plays and continues with all these goofy things in the background, and, and Bedlam is breaking loose on the stage. Oh, right? so you're hearing all the sound effects while somebody's actually dying on stage. Right, That's and funny. all like the okay. corny stuff. Yeah, it's very, it's very funny. Sure. Uh, very, very smart stuff. So my, <laughs> yeah. my job in this sketch is to be the medic, and I run out with a, with a blood pack as the guy gets shot, and I compress the wound and spray blood everywhere. Funny. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I'm getting to where the night started going wrong. Okay. Okay. So the guy, the guy who wrote it, grabs me right before I go out and says, "Hey, uh, I made a couple alterations to the blood pack." Okay. <laughs> All right. It's no longer a little tube that squirts out blood. It's now an entire Ziploc bag full of blood. <laughs> okay. So just squeeze it to break it. All right, so you got to squeeze it pretty hard, right? Or or have not ever, hard? Have you ever tried to squeeze a Ziploc bag to break it? No, you you try not to squeeze it actually. Yeah, they're they're made to be like indestructible. Yeah. So cut to my part on the stage where I squeeze this bag, and about a gallon of blood comes bursting out all over the place. Right, like someone is having a live abortion on stage. Pretty cool, man. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting a little turned on here. It's everywhere. <laughs> It's everywhere, like head to toe, yeah. soaked, okay? Yeah. So I go, shit, run off stage. Somebody says, hey, go use this shower. Go use this janitor's closet, right? There's a sink in the janitor's closet. Sink's right. on the floor. Right. So I go in there. I'm soaked with blood dripping everywhere. And this guy goes, here, let me just turn the faucet on for you. Turns the faucet on. Faucet immediately breaks and starts spraying hot water everywhere. Okay. Okay? Guy says, 
I don't know how to fix this. I'm out of here. <laughs> of course. So I'm standing in a janitor's closet, soaked with blood, now getting hot water sprayed in my face. All right? Yeah. Of course, there's no shutoff valve there. Yeah. Someone brings in a ladder. I climb into the ceiling and find a shutoff valve because nobody, sh- nobody knows how valves work. Yeah, there's no man in the theater. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I, I fix it. Right. I fix it. It takes about a half an hour, but sure. I fix it. All right. Done. I get in my car. I had to take my pants off to go into the valet line oh, to get boy. my car because they were soaked with blood and water, and no. I don't want to walk around with wet pants. Been there, buddy. Get my car, and I think, man, you know what I want to do? I just want to go home and drink about 20 beers. Yeah, that sounds like the appropriate response to a night like the one you had, Dick. So why couldn't you do that? Why couldn't I do that? Sean, why am I not at home (laughs) right now? Why am I at Maddox's at midnight on Tuesday morning recording a podcast? Because last night I went full-blown retard. <laughs> just, just say it. What did you do? What did you do, Sean? I deleted the podcast. <laughs> so, Sean, let me get this straight. You deleted the podcast. Like, there's no, re- no, no backup recording. This is why we have to re-record this podcast again? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you deleted the podcast. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Without making a backup. Yep. Without making a backup. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the second podcast we're recording this week. Uh, the second in, what, 48 hours, I believe, right? Yeah. You will be listening to this within eight hours of us recording. This is as fresh as it gets. Short of recording and broadcasting live, it can't get any fresher than this. It's Dunkin' Donuts, man. And I all the, all the people who are always on the comments saying, Sean is the only smart one of the three. <laughs> yeah. Do you read those, Sean? Do you read those guys? Uh, actually, I really don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Everybody wants you to bring in a problem, but then they're like, well, what if he spoils the illusion that he's the reasonable one of the group? Well, that's bound to happen. <laughs> I think it I think it already did. Maybe, maybe so. M- maybe. Maybe. There's a bunch of uh, zeros on that hard drive that would say it did. <laughs> yeah, bunch of zeros. Anyway, Dick, uh, let's get to let's get the show going. All here. right. Last week, pedophiles came in as the top problem, of course, right? And followed by goofy lightsabers, which is infuriating. Why? How, how is that more of a problem than audiophiles? In what universe? Uh, okay, because your audiophile problem was all over the place. Horse shit. The audiophile was problematic because it was a v- audiophiles would agree with you that vinyl is shit. Your whole argument was that vinyls sucked and CDs were great, but audiophiles love CDs. They, they don't think CDs are good enough. Well, yeah, that's true, but Dick, uh, most of the audiophiles I know, self, self-proclaimed audiophiles, think that vinyl is a superior format, and they'll argue day and night about how good vinyl is. But vinyl's bullshit. They don't understand the limitations of vinyl. They think it's better because it's it has soul. That I, I've actually That's an argument I've actually heard from somebody defending vinyl. They say that the, the, the medium has soul. Yeah, that's, that's true in a way. Oh, stupid. What am I? Do you understand what they're saying when they say it has soul? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. I'm saying that there's a, there's a built-in static to it that's pleasing to the ear. There's a warmth to it that's pleasing to the ear. That's the soul, and that it's a physical thing. It's that's, like a physical thing to have. That's, that, that's the soul of it. Okay, rocks are also physical things. They don't have souls, Dick. This is not a soul. It's dirt. It's dirt on a scratchy piece of, piece of vinyl. Throw it away. Yeah, but see, the, 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 
audio files would agree with you. Uh, no. You understand that, right? No. They also hate vinyl. No, I, a lot of audio files I know are, are idiots specifically because they think that vinyl sounds better. That's why I don't trust audio files. They're full of shit. Well, um, continuing with the audio file discussion, I got a voicemail for you if you want to hear it. Great. Maddox, regarding your problem with distortion and vinyl records, you do realize that distortion is an important part of music itself, right? Yeah. When you play a piano, you get distortion <laughs> from things like other strings vibrating. You even get it from the piano frame itself. Right. You want a perfect, flawless, distortionless note, you couldn't get it on the piano. You need something like a synthesizer. Yeah. If that's right. what you want. Do you see what he's saying? Synth, that's the like soul. That dickhead song. And go ahead, eliminate distortion from music. Might as well get yeah, you, know, you see what he's saying? No, the listen, soul is no. the whole piano. Yeah, I get it. I get it. No, listen here, dick fuck. You, you, aren't, you aren't getting soul or... You, if you want distortion in your music, you can record distortion in the music. Anything you want, any kind of noise, soul, scratchy dirt noise, anything you want, you can add to it in post with a perfect recording. But you don't have the option to not have that noise there with vinyl. It's not that easy. It's not as easy as you're making hey, it sound. I'm not saying it's easy, man. Mozart, Mozart's comp- uh, compositions weren't easy. No one stopped him from doing it. They weren't that difficult compared to other classical composers. Okay. Dick, is, Dick is <laughs> denigrating Mozart on this show after also saying records have Like, what am I doing? Oh, in this? sorry. Mozart, Einstein, and Hitler. They're the paragon of, of all the things. Nothing can be well, any better or worse than them, right? Well, all right, Dick. Well, uh, I, I, need to, I need to have a, a serious moment here at the top of the show before we go on. Uh, we've rarely done this on the show. I don't think we've ever done this, actually, but I, I do actually want to take a very serious moment right now and talk about the pedophile problem. Last episode, I got an email from somebody. Um, it's an anonymous email from somebody who says, Maddox, thank you. Your message about pedos on your most recent podcast meant a lot to me personally and was a really courageous and surprising issue for you to bring up and treat fairly. I am a longtime fan and supporter of yours and have written back and forth with you under my real name several times over the years. Obviously, I want to remain anonymous for this email. I am a non-offending pedo who has struggled with this curse for a long time. I never have and never would act on these thoughts, but the shame I feel for having them weighs heavily on me. And the unbridled, bloodthirsty hatred I see from society, including unknowing friends and family, deeply hurts me. I thank you and Dick for making the important distinction between thoughts and actions in your episode and for mentioning that non-offending pedos do exist and that we aren't all necessarily cold-blooded monsters. In reply to what Dick said about asking, with a large measure of skepticism, Mm -hmm. if a person can really go their whole life without having sex, consider this. Not all pedos are exclusively attracted to kids. In fact, many enjoy healthy sex lives with adults. I fall into this category. Even pedos who are exclusively attracted to kids can channel this attraction into healthy sexual outlets, for instance, role-playing with an adult partner, especially one who looks young, and they do exist. Or jerking off to hentai, I guess. But the idea is, it's not... Should have stopped at the role-playing, right? You didn't need the hentai part. Probably. (laughs) But the idea is, it's not a life of celibacy, per se. Anyway... I know you're not necessarily advocating for us, but thank you for questioning the status quo. What I have always loved you for, a fan. 
So it's a nice letter. It is. It is a nice letter, but it's also I, I feel so conflicted about it because these people do exist, and and because of this stupid inane U.S. law, where if you talk to a psychiatrist about trying to get help, and they find out that you're a pedo, you might get turned into the police and and arrested, which has caused a lot of pedophile uh, pedophiles to go underground and without any place to turn for help. Sometimes they have no their their last resort is to actually abuse kids. Like that that's an absolutely horrible horrible outcome because of this law. Let me uncomplicate your feelings on yeah. this. You are an advocate for against th- you're an advocate against thought crimes. Right? Right. right. If you're thinking it, it's not a crime. Uh, that is a very easy line to draw. Correct. But right? but, but Dick, the, we have to have an outlet for these non-offending pedos. And there's an episode of This American Life. Uh, it's a it's a pretty good podcast. They talked about this. They found this guy, this 19-year-old kid going going by the name uh, the pseudonym of Adam. And he was one of these non-offending pedophiles. And he looked online and he found that there's very little research about what causes pedophilia, whether or not you can be around kids and not offend, whether or not uh, child sexuality. Like, for example, is, is it are you a pedophile if you're a 12-year-old and you're attracted to, say, a 7- or 8-year-old? Child sexuality has not been researched nearly to the extent that adult sexuality or any, any anything else has. So they don't, like people don't understand the me- mechanisms of pedophilia. So this guy started a, a support group, started out with six people, and then um, – this is a, this is kind of a surprising uh, statistic. Here's a little quick clip from these, uh, this this American Life. Reached anywhere between 1.2 million and 3.4 million pedophiles in the U.S. alone. That means there are lots of people out there who are presumably try not to offend, with nobody to turn to for help. There's almost no research to explain why they are the way they are, and no known treatment. Which is how a teenager might conclude that his best option is to invent his own way forward. So this kid created this this support group online for non-offending pedophiles to at least talk and and try to find some solution to this and some uh, you know some way out because society isn't offering that right now they're causing people to go underground so uh, I just want to put if you if you have this problem uh, rather than becoming an offender please go to this website maybe get some help maybe find people who are in your support group it's called verped.org v i r p e d dot org uh, check it out we'll link to it on the website. Anyway, a bit of serious news, and if there's any way this show could potentially reduce potential uh, uh, child abuse on the, on that scale, like sexual child abuse, that would be amazing. So if you're one of these people, check out the website. Maybe it'll help, maybe it won't. But uh, at the very least, uh, I don't think it helps to, to push these guys underground because then they might offend. Hey, um, is there a support group for engineers who delete podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> Did you find any of that in your research? You know, I'm checking my uh, my my immediate vicinity, and I don't see anything here. So. If anybody listening, whether you're a pedophile or not, if you know of a support group online for engineers who delete podcasts, you know what? We, please contact the show. Yeah, we'll call it uh, verishon.org. I want to help too. Yeah. Okay. We want to help. We want to help people like Sean. I'm going to read you some. You don't more have emails. to say anonymous. Yeah. Let's let's hear some emails. Yeah. Um. From Nick o- Nick Overmortal says the auditory shortcomings of vinyl give the listeners' imagination room to perceive something more than what they're actually hearing, which is part of the experience. Fuck off! I never fuck off. I never thought of that. Isn't that interesting at no. all to you? Stupid imagination. No? That's that, you can make that argument with anything. If you don't complete a book, then the blank pages leave the reader imagination to complete the own book it's, it, him or herself. That's fucking stupid. Brevity is the soul of wit, I guess you would say. That has what about absolutely. impressionist art? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Com- yeah. Like Monet and Manet and whatever, eh? Well, the artist is still trying to convey a certain thought or emotion, and yeah. they're able to do that huh. through impressionism. But it's not left to the reader to imagine exactly what that is. The artist has a vision, and they convey it through impressionism. All right, Nick, I guess you're wrong. Um, hey, how about this one? CDs g- degrade worse than vinyl. You have a CD that starts skipping like 15 years into it? Vinyl still rocks. Uh, no, that's not true. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe, <laughs> don't believe that, that for one all? fucking second. Here, okay, I got a okay. comment from uh, uh, Drinky Bird. It's at Drinky Bird on Twitter. He says, Maddox, an MP3 can be made to sound like vinyl. Vinyl cannot be made to sound like an MP3. True. Wait a minute. An MP3 can be made to sound like vinyl, but not the other way around? Yeah, yeah. You can add all sorts of scratchy bullshit if you want. I guess. Yeah. All right. I, this this is, um, I still don't think that the problem was audiophiles. I think it was vinyl enthusiasts, like pretentious vinyl Right. Enthusiasts. Well, apparently people thought that fucking lightsabers has some real world effect because it's in the positive territory on the boats. Not not this guy, though. Let me play you this voicemail. Hey, Dick. About your problem on goofy lightsabers. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, it, wrecks, it wrecks the allegory of the whole thing. Crazy. Right? You know, uh, you know, Dick, I got a comment here. Uh, this, is more, this is about pedophiles. This is, a, this is a joke I've seen floating around on the internet. It's from Bavan Solanki. He says, pedophiles are fucking immature assholes. Oh, God. <laughs> I, got, I got a voicemail for you. What's up, guys? Sky Daddy Sims here, huge fan of the show. Hey, Maddox, if you like CDs over tape so much, how about I take my dick to your forehead so you can CDs not? Fuck oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard that one? Great, no. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Piece of shit. Uh, Sean, there's one for you. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, thank God I didn't delete it. <laughs> <laughs> you were being you were being offensive last week when you said that women weren't interested in, in the audiophile problem. Uh-oh. And uh, a female listener had a problem with it. This is a message for Sean. <laughs> This is Angelo's mom. It's Angelo's mom. Listen here, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You think girls don't like things like analog recording, multi-track recording, and things like this? You are a sexist son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You are probably gay. Yeah. I don't know. Like Dick, who can go hey. fuck himself, by the way. All right, all right. You That's are enough. gay? <laughs> and who are you, gay? Yeah, Sean. That was uh, that was Angela's mom. She, did she become Italian in between in between episodes? Yeah, she also became Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? You want James to Pooley says, right. uh, "Hey, my name is James Pooley. I work at a wastewater treatment plant. I wanted to let you know that you should continue to tell your friends that they are morons when they don't flush their toilets to conserve water. We actually use centrifuges to remove virtually all the water from the sewage." This water is then sent to a nearby lake, which is then gets treated and goes back into your homes. So if it's yellow, let it mellow, which yeah. those drought dickbags do is uh, nonsense. Right. So, so, so they send it to a centrifuge, which separates any piss and poop particles from yeah. the water, and they still conserve the water. That's fucking – so anyone who's not been flushing their, their toilets is stupid, a stupid idiot, and deserves to die with gravel in their mouths. Sure. Uh, I got the last, last one from Zach Sherman. Of Mice and Men spoilers – God, I was right in the middle of that book. Thanks, Maddox. You, uh, spoiler alert, you said last week that Lenny gets killed in the end of Mice and Men. Do you remember saying that? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Did I spoil a book that's been out for fucking 70 years? This guy was right in the middle of it, though, I don't man. give a shit. <laughs> All right. Everyone All right. knows how fucking Titanic ended, but that was still a multi, multi-million dollar movie. 
Yeah. Stupid. Did you see it in theaters? No, I still haven't seen it. I swore. Oh, I man, swore. you got me. Damn yeah. it. All right. <laughs> I didn't see it either. What'd yeah. you swear? I swore when that movie came out, I would never see it. I swore. And it was it's still an article on my website. I said, I will never see this movie, no matter what. End of story, period. And really? I still haven't. Yeah, and I've only seen the nude scenes. What would it take? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I, you know, boobies. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Boobies. What would it take to get you to see it? Uh, I wouldn't see it. Never. never. For no reason. For no reason. I'm a very principled guy. I have oh, sacrificed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've sacrificed what? Tens of thousands of dollars because I promised I would never put ads on my website. Oh, tens of thousands? Well, I per think month. You're, I think you should add a couple zeros onto that. Yeah, it's in, it's easily in the hundreds of thousands at this point. But I uh, I I could be making tens of thousands of dollars per month if I had ads on my website. I refuse to. All right, uh, should we get to our problems? Let's do it. What's your first problem this well, week? Well, my first problem was Sean deleted the podcast. Oh, right. What's your second problem? My this week? second problem this week is hunger. <laughs> hunger. 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 Why is that a problem, Dick? Uh, you know what I did this weekend? You guys both know that I'm no stranger to uh, to phil- phil- philanthropy, to oh. giving back to the community. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. You couldn't even say it. <laughs> 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 it's hey, the first time his mouth has ever made those words. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I was uh, I went to a soup kitchen when I was on Dr. Phil, for yeah. example. Uh-huh. And then uh, <laughs> flash forward seven years, and I went to this I went to this food charity. Which place you don't that, like to mention, by the way, that you I don't did like it. to mention. No. I don't like to talk about this. No, because you're so 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 uh, selfless. Yeah, I, I only mention it because it just happened. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Um I'll be honest with you. I did it because I thought there would be chicks there. <laughs> of course, of course, Dick. Yeah, very calculated. I don't I, think it's that calculated. Hey, I'm not. I'm not faulting you for it. That's a good move. Yeah, I mean, um, then I realized though when I showed up there late, which I did show up late to help with this thing, uh, this food thing. I realized that all the chicks I date don't wake up or get out of bed before one p.m. So yeah, you don't want one of the, you don't want one of these uh, studious types who are at the food shelter. Well, I don't know. I thought it might be a nice change of pace. Here's what the food shelter did. Apparently, I didn't know this until I, I missed the orientation video, but somebody told me after I got there. There's all these kids, right, that eat at school every week, but then they go home and they got nothing to eat. Hmm. So what this what this group does, this food first group, is it makes these care packages and gives them to kids. To poor kids so they can take home and eat over the weekend so they're not starving all weekend, right? Because what is worse? I'm, honestly, I'm honestly asking you this. What is worse than being hungry? Nothing. Drowning. No. Pedophiles. Easily worse than hunger. You would, you would, rather, you would rather be hungry than deal with a pedophile, really? Uh, Dick, hunger is temporary. Molestation is forever. Right? Uh, I think these people are in a state of perpetual hunger. Yeah, well, once you're molested, you're in a state of perpetual molestation. I I mean, you're done. I would let someone look at my junk for a candy bar. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to see your junk. No one would give you a candy bar to see your junk. I would give you a candy bar to put your pants back up. Uh-huh. Like tonight at the at the theater, if you had your pants down, blood and bullshit and guts all over all over your pants, I'd be like, here, man, have a candy bar. I never thought I would have to say the line, "I'm sorry, ma'am, I ruined my pants this evening." I'm sorry that I'm not wearing my. I'm sorry I ruined my pants. Even that's not why I'm wearing underpants. Uh, you have ruined a lot of pants through yeah, various yeah. reasons. And yeah. anyway, I don't. Anyway, I disagree Dick. with you. I mean, I think hunger's the worst thing ever. Like, no. I would rather do if I'm hungry. I start going insane. Okay. I really do. Well, that's. I mean, that's you, man. I'm hungry right now. I haven't eaten dinner. 
I've been snacking on nuts all night. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. There's a sound bite that I'll never hear at the end of. Uh, yeah, so I've been I'm, I'm hungry right now. I'm still doing this podcast. It's fucking what is it? Tuesday morning, uh, T minus seven hours before we we release this episode. I'm hungry. One in yeah. one in nine people on our planet goes to bed hungry each night. Is this just a me thing? I think hunger. I think hunger is a big fucking deal. I will do anything to not be hungry. Yeah, I mean, I mean that. Like I, something switches off in my brain, and I like turn into an animal when I need to eat food. Yeah. Well, I, I actually have some stats for you, uh, Dick. One in three people in this room is going to go to bed hungry tonight. Uh, the source is my life. Uh, I'm still hungry. You're going to go to bed hungry? Why? I mean, we'll see. The pizza places are fucking closed. We're recording this podcast. It's almost like one in the morning. Everything's going to close by the yeah. time it's over. Yeah, okay, one in nine people are going to bed hungry. Is that true, one in nine? Yeah, that's true. So why aren't these statisticians just feeding these people? If they, if they survey these people and they find out they're hungry, be like, hey, and by the way, here's a sandwich. What, what are they, sandwich genies? They're walking around with satchels of sandwiches wherever they go? I, you, it's sandwiches- hard to move food around. Okay. Well, that's that's true. That's yeah. true. That is a there is a logistical problem. I will tell you this, Dick. When homeless people ask me for money, I rarely give it to them. However, I almost have never turned down a homeless person who's hungry. I always buy them food. Yeah. So you get what I'm saying. It's miserable to be hungry. Well, I don't know about that, but I mean, it's it is. Yeah, sure. But it more more, it's the biggest problem in the universe. More than female genital mutilation. Get Hunger out of here. kills more people each year than AIDS, malaria, and tuberculosis combined. Uh, 3.1 million kids die, 11 million people die. Is that true? That's a real yeah, situation. What's, what's your source? Do something.org. Do, and do stop, something. Hunger, stop hunger now. All right. 11, 11 million people. That's more than AIDS. You know what, Dick? Uh, you make a good point. I guess hunger is a bigger problem than AIDS. So if this system works, if this podcast is doing its job, you idiots should vote up hunger above AIDS. But not above anything else. You know, you you are always harping on this, this not this isn't a contest thing. Not, you started in with this recently when you started losing several in no. a row. But it sounds like you're just arguing hunger because you don't want me to win. When this is a legitimate problem. It is a problem. I want look, I am I'm doing my job as a debater and as a co-host to 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 make sure that people vote this problem exactly where it should be on the list. Right. That's what I want. Dick, I Which is am below curious. pedophiles, right? I think pedophiles are a bigger, are a problem, bigger than problem than hunger. Well, dude, yeah. I would, I would, well, everything I say is going to be a sound bite from the, here. But I would blow a guy <laughs> if I'm going to starve to death. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm that hungry, I would do it. I don't fucking care, man. I need to eat. And who are you, gay? There, there we go again. <laughs> you know, you just because you're making her say it doesn't get you off the hook. By the way, and then uh, I, that was in context. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, Dick. Uh, if you look, everybody, everybody has been hungry at some point, right? I would trade, I would trade one molestation for being hungry for a year. I would, I would rather be hungry for a year than be molested. Like, are you kidding me? What are the options? Like some creepy dude puts his junk on me versus uh, I go to bed a little bit hungry. I'm a, a little bit nippy when I wake up in the morning. Well, what if it's a lot hungry? Well, you know, I mean, I've never been a lot hungry. Who has, though? There we A ton of people all over the world, you shitwit. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> One in six people in America face hunger. One in six? That's an outrageous number, Dick. That seems like a ridiculous amount of people. Dude, it's just listen to this. 50 million Americans struggle to put food on the table. Have you ever questioned putting food on your table? I have never questioned not being able to eat. Yeah, cuz food is cheap. You can buy look, for 50 cents you could buy a cup of noodles. You're you're set for a night. 
Apparently, Cup of noodles. Okay, food insecurity is what it's caused. Stupid, stupid name. Food insecurity? Yeah. That's what the uh, the USDA calls this thing that's going on. Okay. First of all, they should have called it something outrageous, right? To get people jazzed up about putting an end to it. Oh, to okay, to stop, to, to help end hunger. The, they should have called it like hunger death or like starvation something. Oh, right? oh. At risk of starvation. How about the Hunger Games? Yeah, very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, food insecurity refers to the USDA's measure of lack of access at times to enough food for all household members. So that means kid. That means households with children reported a significantly higher food insecurity rate than households without kids. This is households at twenty six percent. By the yeah, way, when this yeah. was taken, that have food insecurity, which means not everybody at the table is eating. Hmm, so why don't you I think see. about that? This isn't about being nippish. Yeah. This is about not being able to eat over the weekend, which yeah. is what that place was about that oh. I was at. Oh, interesting, Dick. You know that? Yeah, yeah. You know this is a problem. But let me let me connect the dots here. So so we got this family right with the uh, with too many mouths to feed. Right. Too many mouths to feed means. Too many babies, therefore babies is the biggest problem in the universe. Go vote up babies, you idiots. It's still in the negatives. I can't believe you guys. The, if you, people had fewer babies, hunger wouldn't be an issue, dick. You wouldn't even have to bring in this horseshit problem. And by the way, I got a quick uh, quick extra problem this week. Uh, how about shitty fucking Apple products? You're going to change the subject crashing. right now? Okay, just real quick. I want to say that because it keeps fucking crashing. Okay, crash go on. Once. Yeah, the every time, crash every, once. The last four fucking episodes. All right, go on. What's what's your what do you, what else you got in hunger? Um, I what did you say right before that non sequitur? Babies are the biggest problem because if you had fewer babies, yeah, but here, there'd be less hunger. Here's the thing: there's plenty of food. Forty percent of our food is thrown out in the U.S. every year. We're throwing it away. This is food that's just getting thrown away, like straight straight out of Ralph's. Right into the trash can. Yeah. Well, Straight out of the supermarket, right into the garbage. Yeah, I, I, I received an email from uh, this idiot, zealot, vegetarian one time who said, uh, Maddox, if we were all vegetarians, we could use the land that animals graze on to grow crops for humans. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, idiot, no, you can't, first of all. That's not nutritious. That's not. Uh, th- those are nutrient-sapped soils that they graze on. It's not yeah. something that they can just grow any kind of crop on. And second, uh, we have a surplus of grains already in this country. They have giant silos in the Midwest full of grains that they can't use or ship anywhere. But the, the problem isn't that we don't have enough food. The problem is the logistics of getting that food to the people who need it. It's too expensive. If you want to spring for it, dickhead, then go fucking do it. But don't tell me to stop eating a steak because you think it's going to help end hunger. It's not. We have way, way more food than, than the ability to deliver it. Yeah, you're right. Oh, thank you. I was expecting <laughs> for you to shit on my point. <laughs> no, it's 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 hard to get. Hey, I was doing it this weekend. It's fucking hard. My back's killing me. And by the way, um, I couldn't get in with any of those girls there because it's all like a bunch of it's all a bunch of white kids that show up. All these all these weekenders that show up to like feel good about themselves yeah. over the weekend, right? Right. So they're busting their ass on this assembly line, like it's uh, like they're building the bridge over the River Kwai. Right, yeah. Like they're fighting each other to stat to to um, to supply these boxes with food. I, I I take a break to talk to somebody, and I'm getting shouted at by like two people running the line. It's like a chain. It was like a fucking chain gang there. Yeah, it sounds pretty awful, man. And also, I, <laughs> again, again, Dick. Maybe they could sense your underlying 
air of insincerity. <laughs> right? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you right Do there, Do I buddy. sound insincere? Because I actually, I actually care about being hungry. I don't care about a lot. I know you care about being hungry, but with the other shit, absolutely sound insincere. Uh, and I've been there right with, right there with you, dude. I went to a protest once to pick up chicks. What uh, protest? Uh, some Persian something or other. Uh, Persian chicks are really into me. Persian something or Yeah, other. I don't know. Iran was doing something, and everyone was pissed off, and the Persians were like, hey, Iran something or other. I don't I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Okay. But I went to this protest because, like, Persian chicks are really into me. I don't know. I check it out, right? Uh, yeah. yeah hey, why? I, I mean, why Why would they be into you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just the handsomeness and my right. bulging genius brain, maybe. Okay. And or penis. Um, yeah, so anyway, Dick, maybe it's the insincerity that they picked up on. Well, it was quite a scene. And um, hey, that's why I'm bringing it in. Hunger. Great, hunger. hunger. You know what, Dick? I will give you this. It is a bigger problem than AIDS. By, as a fact, because it, it 11 million people die per year, right? How many does AIDS kill? I don't even remember, like three, four million? I don't think you ever actually looked it up. Uh, I looked it up. You don't, you don't think it's a bigger problem than slacktivists? No. Yeah, you know how you avoid <laughs> slacktivists? You get off of Facebook. You know how you avoid being hungry? You can't. You're no, fucked. No, Dick, I'll tell you why slacktivists is a bigger problem for real. Because slacktivists, say, for example, uh, they want to end hunger. So mm-hmm. they create a Facebook campaign that gets a whole bunch of clicks. UNICEF even created an advertisement saying, hey, guys, we can't feed people with your likes and thumbs up. We need actual donations and money. Slacktivists is a, big, is a bigger problem because people use it in lieu of doing actual help and doing anything, which is way more damaging than not doing anything at all because then they feel like they've done something and then they'll never do anything ever again. Uh, You know what the worst problem about hunger is? What? You get drunk way too fast. That's true. Uh, I wouldn't say that's the worst problem with hunger. I would say uh, It's a big problem. Okay, it is a big problem. It's a big problem. It's part of it. I'm trying to build a whole case here for hunger. Do you see? Yeah. So it appeals to everyone. Yeah, it it happened to me, Dick. The other night I went to a bar. I was was pretty hungry, and I I felt like such a pussy. I had a light beer, like half a light beer, and I was buzzed. I -hmm. felt like such an idiot. felt so weak. I wanted to just gut myself. No, man. I, uh, I I think it's a bigger problem than you're making it out to be. It is, a big, it is a bigger problem than AIDS. I'll give you that. AIDS was my problem, Dick. You're just fucking arguing. Your tone is so argumentative about <laughs> hunger. Like it's, what are you talking about? It's, oh, it's a, it's a big problem, but not, not too big, right? You yeah. don't want it to be hunger at the top of the list, do you? It won't be because it's think not you're that afraid. big. And it's like, if you win next week, he gave you permission. Hey, <laughs> if, Sean, if I do win, don't delete the episode, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean, please do. <laughs> I will approve that as well. I won't I won't fuck with people when they're hungry. That's all I'm going to say. I, I will fuck with them on anything else. I'll fuck with them if they're having relationship problems. I'll fuck with them if like their car is lost or someone's in trouble and they don't know what's going on. But if someone's hungry, you got to get that person straight to a restaurant. We got to get that person straight to a Popeyes. I don't care what's in the way. This nah. person needs some chicken. ASAP. No, man. I see. I love pushing people's buttons, and especially someone who gets hangry. That's the expression that people use now. Hangry when you're. I don't hungry know. And I don't use hashtags. Yeah, it's not okay, <laughs> Dick. I don't either. But when people get hungry, especially this happens with a lot of my friends' girlfriends, where they'll get really fucking cranky, mm-hmm. and I, and I at some point just take a step back and think, whoa, man, get your shit under control. I don't care who you are, like it, whether it's the guy or the girl, you need to get your shit under control. I get it. You're hungry. We all get hungry sometimes, but don't be an asshole. 
to everyone else. It's not It's not going to make me want to get, make you happy if you're being an oh, asshole man. about it. You're hungry around Fuck me? Fuck you. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, you're going to get. You're gonna stay hungry. I'm, maybe I'll take the long path home. Oh, you know, oh, I'm hitting all these red lights all of a sudden. Because I know how to avoid red lights, buddy. I know how to navigate every city like a pro. I'm a samurai when in traffic. And if someone's hungry and being an asshole, yeah. oh, maybe I'll take the long way. I don't know. Oh, whoops. We got here five minutes too late. The restaurant closed. Shit. Maybe don't be such a dick next time. I'll eat you if you do that to me. <laughs> Great. I know where you can start. All right, Dick, is that all you got? Yeah, I think so. All right, Dick. What did, get- we, did we learn anything from that? Yeah, I actually, you know, hunger is a hunger is a pretty big problem. I wouldn't say it's the biggest problem in the universe, but it's pretty big. It's it should be up there. I would say hunger should, should be, be up there. Should, Where should it be? Probably in the top ten. Okay, uh, uh, above female genital mutilation, you think? Probably. No, I don't think so. Female genital yeah. mutilation is permanent. Anything that's a permanent da- that has permanent lasting effect is a bigger problem than hunger. Death um, is a pretty permanent uh, side effect of hunger. I think. Well, eleven sure. million people dying every yeah, year. I don't know, man. Where are these? People How many dying? people do you know that come back from temporary death? <laughs> well, not a lot. I mean, are we talking comas? Does comas count? No. Okay, then none. <laughs> All right, Dick. Enough about hunger. Let's get to a real problem, shall we? <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. real problem. Yeah, I got a real <laughs> <Okay>. problem. <gasps> Gourmet dog food. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> there's a real problem, buddy. Listen to this, okay? <sighs> yeah. Now here's a rule: if you lick your own asshole and occasionally munch on a few nuggets of your own turd, you aren't allowed to eat food that looks better than the food I eat. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Right? If you're a fucking dog that licks its own asshole, I don't want to feed you a fancy-looking cupcake made out of dog food. No cookies sh- made out of dog shit. I don't want to feed you anything that looks fucking fancy. I don't want to think about it. Whatever dogs eat should look like shit because dogs don't care. Dogs literally eat shit. Yeah, you don't You don't have to do any of that, though. What? With the cupcake thing? Buy them cupcakes? Yeah. Okay, uh, great, I'm not. That's just like a fun thing that... Yeah. People do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll tell you people do it. It's not hurting you, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I'll tell you how it does hurt people, Dick. All right. According to the New York Times, pet owners, invariably called pet parents by the makers of super premium pet foods, do not mind reaching into their wallets and paying extra, even in recessionary times. Two underlying forces have intensified the urge to spend. Aging pets and growing population of affluent pet owners spending money on them. So a new study, uh, this is, this is a, an actual study from the pet industry by Dylan Media, reports that mm-hmm. those making more than 100000 a year increased their share of pet food spending and now account for about a third of the total market. These are precisely the health-conscious, label-scrutinizing, restaurant-going consumers likely to indulge their cats and dogs at mealtimes. Yeah, you know, uh, good. What so do you they mean, don't want to feed their pets other pets? They don't want to feed their pets like gnarled, um, mulched up carcasses of other dead animals. They want to spring for a little more and get like chicken meal. What do you mean, Dick? What do you mean they're feeding them other pets? That's what dog dog food is. Other dogs. Okay, so 
Let's so that's disgusting. Why is if that- you're making a hundred thousand a year, yeah, you can splurge and not have to know that you're feeding your dog other euthanized dogs. Dick, that's the animal kingdom. That's how it works in nature. If an animal keels over and dies, guess what? Someone <laughs> just come- euthanized it. Well, yeah, God euthanizes. Who knows? Whatever the cause for death is in nature, some other animals going to come by and eat its carcass. No, that's what happens. No, wolves do not eat dead animals. They eat, they prey on things. I'm not saying just wolves. Other animals eat dead animals. Vultures. Our pets don't. Vultures, yeah, they, of don't, course they don't do. Have, unless you're um, the Adams family, you don't have a vulture as a pet. Oh, look, all I'm saying is if these people want to give their pets a better experience when they're eating, what's the big fucking deal? Dick, I'll tell you what the big fucking deal is, okay? okay? You said that hunger is a big fucking problem, right? Yeah, well, what is. if what if all these affluent dickheads who are buying their 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 pets fancy feasts instead of spending all that money, that extra money on their fucking stupid animals, why don't they feed humans who are dying from starvation? This is such this is such horseshit. This this argument that why don't these rich people spend money on the very poor? Because you have just as much responsibility as the very rich to pay for people who are dying of hunger. Like their money, you don't have access to rich people's money just because relative to you it's a lot. You still have just as much responsibility as they do. Well, I, I mean, I do my part, but if I had that much money, if I had enough money to spend on fucking fancy pet food, I would take care of humans first. Now, we don't have, however they spend their money is their right. They worked for it. If yeah. they want to splurge on their making their pets happy, then that's fine. Yeah, you know what, Dick? It's not just rich people. According, this is a continuation of the New York Times article. They said they might cut back on a new car or taking a trip around the world, but they won't skimp on their pets, said Tom Neiman, the owner of Fromm Family Foods, a fourth-generation family business in Mequon, Wisconsin. It's not going to happen. Mr. Neiman at Fromm drew on his devoted viewing of Food Network shows in formulating his four-star line of dry food for cats and dogs. Four-star. Four-star line. The grain-free surf and turf for dogs, a culinary voyage in a bag, includes ingredients like wild salmon, duck, chicken, and hand-picked vegetables and fruits. Sure. Wisconsin cheese adds a subtle locavore touch. <laughs> These fucking dogs, they're feeding them local, locally grown Wisconsin cheese and hand-picked vegetables? These fucking dumbass animals that, that wouldn't know shit from a sandwich? Maddox, <laughs> that compared to feeding them other euthanized pets and cattle, just dead cattle, bulldozed, into to a combine with their shit and bones, that is a far superior option. If you have a tiny bit more money to spend on it, you know how much it costs to feed a dog. Even if you get the good stuff, it's like thirty bucks a month. No, good. The good food costs double, or at least double. That is double. What dogs feeding a dog is very cheap. Okay, you can not, feed not a dog garbage for like 15, 20 bucks a month. No, not if you're buying them this horse shit. This, this, the, and besides, I eat ground up animals all the time. I eat burgers all the time. It's great. I don't give a shit. Really? Yeah. With a bunch of like sodium uh, barbitol or whatever they use at the pound to kill the thing that you're eating. Look, you man. would eat, you would eat, you would eat a burger that had, that knowing that the animals in it had been put to death chemically and that the chemicals were still bouncing around inside of them. Uh, yeah, they probably have some process to get rid of the chemicals. It's probably lower. no. Yeah, how do you know, Dick? Because that's why that's the difference between an, a food that's able to be consumed by animals and one that's able to be consumed by humans. Okay, it's called the four D's. Yeah, it's um, oh god, it's hold on, it's uh, dead, dying, disabled, or diseased. Yeah, 
if an animal is that, you cannot feed it to a human being. Okay. But you can feed it to a pet. That's because humans find that disgusting. But if you eat a cancerous animal, you're not going to get cancer. You can eat you a tumor. You don't know that. Yes, I do know that, Dick. Eating an animal gives you cancer. Well, Eating more red meat gives sh- you cancer. Sure, Dick, but what doesn't give you cancer? You know what does? More cancer. Other cancers eating no, it, it gives doesn't. you cancer. Consuming cancer doesn't give you cancer, Dick. It's not going to modify your DNA. It there doesn't necessarily. Is now, absolutely the- no science to back that up. We Why? do not know what causes cancer, Dick. The Chinese believe for thousands of years, and they still do, that if you if you have a problem with your eye, if you eat another animal's eye, you'll have healthier eyes. Or if you have a problem with your legs, you eat you eat legs, and you'll have healthier legs. Therefore, if we eat cancer, we'll have cancer. That's stupid. If you digest it, it's not. It's like it's like digesting venom. You're not going to you're not going to die from digesting venom. It needs to be inside your system. That's the because we know how venom works. We don't know how cancers work. Well, sure we do. The cancer has to has to infect a cell. It's not going to if you're if you cook it. It's a dead. It's a bunch of dead tissue. It's a bunch of dead carbon. All right, Maddox. Then uh, why does meat cause cancer? I don't know, Dick. And I'm not it sure does. that it does. <laughs> well, there's some studies so, that say it does. Some that don't. And I believe that most of them are sponsored by vegetarians who have an agenda. That's what oh, I believe. Okay. Does this meat is cause cancer? Conspiracy. Great. You know, are the are all these animals fucking dying left and right? Are they killing over dying? Yeah, pets yeah. are getting worse diseases. Pets oh. are getting more cancer. Oh, now. really? Yeah. Because that's bullshit. They're living longer than ever, and I have the evidence to prove it. I have all these New York Times articles. I, there's another article I want to. You can I live longer and get more cancer. Well, yeah. In fact, they're very related. Well, sure, but they're living longer. That's still the point. They're still living longer. Who says that we're, that animals are supposed to live forever? Yeah, they get cancer by living uh, into long age. Maybe that's just a side effect of, of living a long age. Who knows, man? We don't All understand right. what causes cancer. It still happens. Look, there's an article in the New York Times called For the Dogs has a whole new meaning. It doesn't just stop with pet food, Dick. Now they have nudicles. Have you heard of these? Yeah, I know those. Nudicles. Prosthetic testicles for neutered dogs and cats at about $1,000 a pair, which their designers say help your pet retain his natural look, self-esteem, and aids in the trauma associated with altering. Oh, they have a a device to help with your pet's self-esteem. How the fuck do they know if a pet has self-esteem issues or not? Who gives a shit? It's a fucking pet. And by the way, can you imagine walking around with a bunch of plastic testicles on you? This is entirely vanity for the, hu- for I the was, owner. I was just imagining, I want to put those on my neck, right? Like right under my chin. <laughs> get some nudicles and put them right under there. Yeah, you know what it means See, when that he, works. Yeah, it's called know- peacocking. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's something cocking. You know, what, you know what it means if you have balls on your chin, dude? You got a dick in your mouth. All right, let's go, let's go on here. No, it's true. It's a fact. Look it up. All right, okay, so Dick, you said you said, well, let's feed let's feed these animals. Wait a minute, I want to get back to the self esteem thing. Yeah. That's what you're talking about, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't think you don't think dogs have self esteem about their nuts getting chopped off? No, I don't think dogs are <laughs> self aware. I don't think dogs oh, are that self aware. Oh, they are very self aware. Okay, not about losing their nuts. They don't know. I th- I think they might notice their nuts being gone. They don't know, Dick. It's like if you it's like getting circumcised as a baby. You don't know what it's like to have foreskin. You just don't. Okay, I don't. Okay, listen to this. So earlier you're saying, well, you know, uh, I don't sound should- like that. <laughs> this is this is exactly. If you're gonna what you impersonate like. me, at least do like a nasally pompous asshole voice. Don't don't give me like a weak uh, femi voice. All right, here we go. Cowabunga, dudes. <laughs> That's closer. <laughs> so why don't we feed our dogs? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> healthier food because they're getting too much cancer. You gotta hey. make it. You gotta like make it slower and like act like you know what you're talking about too. <laughs> Yeah. That was too excited. Yeah. 
Well, here's here's some actual uh, some actual research, Dick. <laughs> Are our pets healthier for all of this? Right? You're saying that it makes them healthier to feed them better food, right? Tony Buffington, a professor of veterinary nutrition at Ohio State University, says his students have studied the diet history of thousands of animals and have not yet determined that one pet food is better than another. We have been unable to distinguish an outcome in healthy animals eating a wide variety of foods, he says. Asked about the variety at megastores like Petco, he says, I don't even go in there anymore. I wouldn't know where to start. And he adds that if you put all of them in a plain brown paper bag, you'd probably be fine with any one of them. So, Dick, there is no evidence that any of this expensive fucking bullshit is helping dogs live any longer. Because of Tony Buffington? Yeah, Tony, Tony Buffington. Buffington in the Buffets? What Vegas lounge is no. he performing at no, no. next? That guy doesn't sound like he knows nothing about dog food. Yeah, except that he's a professor of veterinary nutrition at Ohio State University. Oh, please. What are you a professor of? <laughs> Jack shit. There, now, and it doesn't, study doesn't it just, prove shit. You don't prove shit. Dick. You keep like denouncing studies with no evidence. You're just like, no, blah, blah, blah. That's stupid. Eating, eating, eating animals that are full of poison and cancer is not good for you. Dick, you wouldn't do it. Humans don't do So what, you would do it? Dick, an animal's physiology is totally different. Animals eat raw foods with tons of bacteria, E. coli, all that shit doesn't bother them, mm-hmm. but it bothers us. You can't say that one thing that affects us is going to be the completely same for an animal. Well, then how about I say this? Animals do prefer other food. They prefer different types of food, right? Yeah, they prefer locavore. What is right? locavore? Local, a locavore is somebody who eats locally grown, organic. No, 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 no. I'm being serious. I'm being serious too. This is the, they this prefer f- human food. Like if you give a dog, a regular dog food, and then dangle some chicken next to it, it will go apeshit for the chicken. Dick, right? but maybe, but you're not you're not accounting for the possibility that the dog sees you eating and enjoying that same food and wants what you're enjoying. You're not even gonna say. That a dog prefers human food, like a cooked chicken breast, over kibble. I don't know, Dick. I tried to feed a dog some onions once. Didn't you, like it. You need a dog. You have no. <laughs> you have no fucking. I. You tried to feed a dog onions and grapes, right? And they didn't uh, like them. Onions, grapes, and chocolate. The no, dog would need it. You. Uh, you're speaking from someone who does not and has not ever had a dog. Yeah. So, right. So I, I had a dog for a week. It was cool. You had a dog for a week. Yeah. What did you What did you feed it? Charcoal? Yeah, I just went to the store, just went to the store and bought the cheapest whatever bullshit, and the dog ate it happily. Dog doesn't fucking know. It's a dog. Hey, dog, what do you think of this food? Doesn't it doesn't talk? It can't tell me anything. It can't. It can barely fucking emote. Oh, it's tail's wagging. Guess it's happy. Whatever. It can barely emote. Yeah, dogs are very expressive. Oh, they drool. We've been. We've been friends with them for 100,000 years. You don't think that there's any <laughs> symbiosis between... Get out of here being the, friends no, with dogs. No, that's true. That's Great. true. They've been running... Oh, awesome. We've been like pack hunters with dogs yeah. for 100,000 years. Mm. Great. Wait, wait, wait. What happened to the dog after a week? He ate it. Oh, I... <laughs> no, I guess it finally ate the onions. Um, no, I, I, the dog was, uh, was lost and I returned it to its owner. So listen to this. It doesn't end with a fucking gourmet dog food. Was it happy food. to see its owner? I can't fucking tell. Dogs just <laughs> wag. I guess it's happy. Sure, whatever. I mean, the dog's always fucking wagging its tail and panting. It's always fucking happy. How yeah. can I tell? So listen to this. It doesn't end with a fucking gourmet pet food, dick. It just never fucking ends. Now, there are eco-friendly pieces of furniture. This is a continuation in the New York Times article. Grooming products and wipes. The wipes made from organically grown bamboo. An Israeli firm hawks dog shampoo containing Dead Sea Minerals. Dead Sea Minerals in dog shampoo. 
Another pet pop of Australia promotes a vitamin-infused mountain spring water for dogs. The price, $3.30 a bottle, about as much as a gallon of milk. You're giving your fucking dumbass dog vitamin-infused wa- spring water from a mountain? Fuck off. No, yeah, that's a little extreme. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. The, the, so you're saying all these people are dying and they're hungry, and we're, we're giving our dogs fucking Dead Sea scroll, Dead Sea minerals into their shampoo? That's what we're spending our money on? Yeah. You, got a, you got a TV, Maddox? You could be using that to feed uh, hungry people, too. Since yeah. you're giving out other people's money. But everybody has a TV, Dick. These aren't exorbitant everybody. things. Everybody. Everybody right. has a TV. You know, these aren't exorbitant things I'm spending my money on. Not like dog yeah. shampoo. I'm not shampoo. It's just, it's just, uh, it's a, it's, it's, um, it's rubbing it in their faces. Whose the po- faces? Poor people. It's rubbing it in poor people's faces that they want to give their dog a cupcake? No, not a cupcake, Dick. Well, yeah, a cupcake and... Uh, fancy dog shampoo and mountain spring water with vitamins. Yeah, that's so stupid. The dog, the, a dog that would be just as happy licking out of a, a toilet with with shit particles in it. Listen to this, Dick. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Isn't it about time dogs, dog owners, and high end dog food manufacturers took a long hard break to reflect on just how much they need to fuck off? <laughs> right, Dick. Isn't it about time everybody mm-hmm. just took a break for a minute? This is a continuation of that article. They said, we actually saw that there was a gap in the market for beverages for dogs, says Bonnie Sr., a manager at the company. Then there's Jen Moore, who says she combined her love of dogs and love of candles to create Sniff Pet candles made of 100% organic natural ingredients. The aromatherapy candles have names like Day in the Hamptons and Field of Dreams and promote your dog's optimum health and well-being, her company says. (laughs) I don't yeah, crock of horse shit is this? So Aromatherapy you, for your fucking dog? How how about fucking uh, wet wet dog fur scent? Huh? How about fire hydrant piss scent for a candle? Like. They, yeah, they would like that. They do like that. Yeah, a dog would love another dog's asshole candle. How's but, that? But you see, that's like vinyl, Maddox. You can't just make you can't make a fragrance like other dogs' asshole that says uh, rich as a real dog's asshole. It would be synthesized. Oh my god, <laughs> Dick! You, you, what is what is the right? file? You know what? You're a dog's ass file. That's what you are. <laughs> you know, Dick. This, you know what? I what There's really a, there, pisses me off about this: okay. the, disingen- the disingenuousness of it all. They are deluding people. They, they, they think that who's deluding who? The companies are deluding people, but with these products, they think that it's for the dogs, but it's not. It's for the 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 consumer. Well, yeah. Well, if if you are buying something. Then where is the, where does altruism come in? If you're doing something nice for your pet, then why don't you just actually do something nice for your pet rather than buy into this bullshit and delude yourself into thinking you are? Because you're not. The, the pet doesn't know what the Hamptons are. The pet doesn't know Field of Dreams. What the fuck? Is, try smells to the a dog. nice smells. You mean what you don't think it? the pets like the nice smells? No, that they're I don't, smelling. No, I think that it's probably too caustic and offensive to the pet. Pet. Pets mm-hmm. have very sensitive uh, sense of smell, right? Right. So if you have any kind of candle that we can sense, it's probably way too powerful for a pet. I don't know. I heard somewhere that that our uh, sense of smell is, uh, I mean, this is unrelated, that it's similar to dogs. Yeah, well. That they just have less senses, so they have to rely on it more. I don't know. It's it, not important. So from ScienceDaily.com, there's an article that says, Dog Food Goes Gourmet, Nine Emerging Trends in Pet Food. Listen to this, Dick. Four out of five pet owners now consider their pets a member of their family. 
And consumers are shifting their priorities when it comes to purchasing food for their pets accordingly. $10.4 billion out of $26 billion total is spent on premium pet food, and natural pet food sales is over $4.1 billion, Dick. Yeah, uh, they are a member mm. of your family. What, dogs? Yeah. Why? Because. Says, what do you mean they're a member of your family? No, no they're not. They, they don't have a passport. They have an individual personality. They care for you. You care for them. You have a oh relationship with them. They're not interchangeable. I know you hate, I know the dogs are a problem to you, but they're, they're unique entities. They have personality. Well, they yeah. learn to be amongst you. You can teach them. You can train them. You they know, comfort you. Oh, yeah. They you know do what? everything that a family member should. Really? Drive you to the hospital? No, they fucking can't. Can they give you can you can they give you a massage, huh? A rub down? They can't do that shit. They can't help you with your homework. They can't make spaghetti. Help you with your homework. Yeah. Hey, I'm making spaghetti over here. Why don't you chop the basil, dipshit? I'm a dog. Of course they can't. They no, can't do shit. They only do the unimportant things like comfort you. You know right? what? Yeah. And have a relationship oh, with you. Anything can comfort you, man. Books comfort me. You know what, Dick? I I have never been bit by someone's mom or aunt. I have. Or child. <laughs> <laughs> I've never gone over to someone's house and been afraid that their daughter might bite me. You're well, afraid of dogs? Well, well. You know, it depends on her age. But dogs... I, I've been bit by so many dogs. Dogs bite me all the fucking time. I can see why. They probably see that you're an asshole. <laughs> we got to get that guy. Dogs bite. Dogs are a member of the family, dude. You got to realize that. I, How fine. is it stupid? That's stupid. If you think your dog's... Okay, look. If it's a, if it's a member of your family, then it, then it should have its own zip code and its own what? address. Its own what phone do you number. Mean? It's not a fucking person, dude. That's why dogs are considered property. Look, it's not an equal member of your family, exactly. but it's certainly a member of your family. Great, Dick. I wish we had that other recording. You said some other shit. All what right, did I say? Go. What um, do you mean? You know what? Let, let, what yeah. did I say? Just say it. I, I, I remember you. I, I think you said the opposite. I think you said the dogs weren't a member of your family. No, you no, said you were I, astonished I, by I the number. I grew up with dogs. Great. What do you mean they're not a member of the family? They're very important. <sighs> there is a very sen- there's a real sense of loss when they're gone or when they die or when they're in trouble. Yeah, I also have a sense of loss when I lose my cell phone. It doesn't mean it's my fucking family member. It can't give me a massage. It can't it can't drive me to the hospital. All of your all of your qualifications for what it takes to be a family member are things they can do for you, by the way. Yeah. What's you your- got any you got anything else? Like, that's maybe a little back and forth. Yeah. Well, what? What do I do for my family members? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not that close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Dick. your numbers are are, uh, are dog shit. No. Because what did you say? People spend $10.6 on dog food? $10.4 billion out of $26 billion total spent on premium dog food. And no, four just, point- just the one number. How much are they spending overall? Overall, $26 billion. Okay. And that was according to 2012 statistics. Let me tell you how worthless that is in the grand scheme of things. We're throwing away $165 billion worth of food every year. Yeah. throw That goes in the trash. We're spending... Dick, no, it, no, that's not entirely true. That's sometimes that's also food that that gets uh, uh, that gets put into silos because it's subsidized, and then that gets thro- that gets tossed out. That's not something that like that's not like table scraps we're just throwing away every day. Those are worthless. That's not included in this figure. This is like food that's ready to be consumed that we just tank. No, I don't. I don't know about that. I mean, possibly, but I don't think it's it's that it's that high. Okay, well, uh, either way, it's way way more. 
than the $26 billion we're spending to feed man's best friend. Oh, yeah, Dick? Well, this $4.1 billion that we're spending on natural pet food sales, here's how much that is, okay? Here's the GDP of countries less than the amount Americans spend on natural pet food. Netherlands, Fiji, Liberia, the British Virgin Islands, Dominica. These are countries that don't even make as much money as we piss away on fucking cupcakes for dogs. How much are you spending on video games there, Maddox? What's, how much do we spend every year on fucking video games over here? Me? I don't you know. You don't think that's exactly the same as gourmet dog food? No, not at all. Oh, because you enjoy video games, and these people enjoy buying their, fa- buying their pets fancy treats. Dick, video games enrich my life and potentially cause me <laughs> to become a better person. Oh, D- cupcakes. Oh, 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 oh. Cupcakes. Dark Souls does not make you a better person, dude. Yo, it yes, makes it you does, a huge buddy. fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you scream at 13-year-old kids when you're playing that game. Don't give me that shit. It makes you a yeah. better person. It makes you waffle. Better player, better person. <laughs> You know what? At least video games can enrich my vocabulary, can make, can increase my hand-eye coordination, can increase oh, my... You need all that when you're spearfishing, right? Well... <laughs> feed, to feed hungry people. You know what, Dick? You know what? At least video games have that potential to enrich lives. D- uh, cupcakes for dogs have only one potential, and that's to turn into shit. That's y- all that they do. Y- you're buying something that dogs convert to poop. You don't think dogs enrich people's lives, do you? Do you? Yeah, of course they do. Oh, they do? I do believe that, yes. Okay. Yeah. I do believe that. That doesn't mean I'm going to fucking give it uh, a fucking platter of goose liver. Fuck off, dog. You can eat whatever. Dogs are animals that eat couches and shoes and fucking tennis balls. They They chew. Well, they do that when they're acting out. The couches and the shoes shit. Dick, you don't know what a dog is doing. You don't know the psychology of a dog. You don't know if a dog has low self-esteem or high self-esteem. You barely know shit about a dog. You're not a fucking dog, and and dogs can't communicate. You can't even ask it any questions. They can communicate. They can communicate big time. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) big time. (laughs) Listen to this, Dick. 79% (laughs) 79 of pet owners. You're like Jungle Jack Hanna if he was retarded. (laughs) <sighs> I'm, I'm getting those anger sweats. Oh, I just want to rip my dick off right now. Listen to this, Dick. 79% of pet owners said the quality of their pet's food is as important as their own. Well, wait, what? Yeah, 79%. Four out of five people think they're all, their dog's pet food, their pet food is... Is as important as their own food. Yeah, but you know what? See, you come in with these stats. When I hear stats like that, like on TV, I always want to know what they asked. Because if they ask, you can ask different questions and get the, like if you say, is the quality of your food important? And I said, yes. I said, okay. Is the quality of your pet's food important? I say, yes. You do that enough time. That's, that's that. That means, oh, this person must think that their, that their pet's food is quality is as important as theirs. Welcome to the Masterson Factor, all spin zone. (laughs) Here we go. You but, haven't heard that? That you can ask whatever you want to get yeah, the answer you want? Yeah, of course, want? Dick. But do you, th- do you really think that there's some nefarious fucking lobby trying to figure that out? Trying to make it sound like dog food owners, dog, dog owners are, are think that their their pet's food is as important as theirs? Why would anyone ask some stupid fucking horseshit question to make it sound like that, uh, that result? I don't know if you're trying to sell dog food. Wouldn't you want to make people think that most people are as concerned about their, the quality of their dog food? As well, their own food? Possibly. That'd be a hell of a way to sell dog food. True, dick, but that doesn't discount the possibility that actual dipshits think this. And I think that there are a lot of actual dipshits out there. The, the, now, there's also a paleo diet has created a new sector of ancestral foods that reflect reflective of earlier diets of canines and felines that are focused on the high-quality proteins and grains in pet food. 
Now they have a paleo diet for fucking dumbass dogs. Can you believe yeah. this shit? It sounds silly, but yeah. I don't know that it's... I'd rather feed them the, a paleo diet than poisoned other pets. Yeah, you know what, Dick? I know one of these people, this girl on Facebook, I used to see, she used to post nothing but fucking dog, 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 dog. And then, yeah. and then she finally uh, chilled on the dog pictures, and now she posts pictures of the dog food that she feeds her dog. <laughs> and guess, yeah, and guess what it is? Fucking steak. Every day it's oh New York God, steak. Really? Flank. Uh, ribeye, brisket. She, she, her entire kitchen counter is filled with raw meats. And by the way, Dick, you're wrong. You're saying that the dogs don't eat other dead animals. She fucking feeds her dog a steak, raw steak, every day. I'm saying they Bullshit. don't eat other dead carcasses in the wild. Yeah, that's not dude, what they do. They hunt. Dick, you have you ever driven through the desert? Like, okay, you. Uh, I'm, I'm just. Yes. This isn't going to. Okay, great. This isn't going to be a rhetorical question. <laughs> yeah, I when love I was those. driving, when I was driving to Area 51, uh, back in. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Yeah, yeah, there's a whole story. So I'll just say, I'll, I'll talk about Area 51 another time. But I was right. driving to Area 51 a long time ago. And I remember we were driving down this trail, and uh, there were all these, like, dead animals that we were, that either, you know, people had hit before us. Mm-hmm. And we got down to as far as we could, like, close to the base, and there was some security and all this other shit. We, got, we had to be turned around. On our way back, all the dead animals were gone. Do you think there were vultures out there at midnight? This was, by the way, like 2, 3 in the morning. Vultures aren't out there hunting for these carcasses. Coyotes, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what it was. Coyotes, foxes, what? It was aliens. Okay. <laughs> aliens are eating dead carcasses. Area I'm just so fucking mad. I'm just scrunching <laughs> my notes here. I'm so mad. Listen to this. This is my last point here I want to say. The top drivers of sales in pet foods include adding excitement to the pet's diets via flavors, gravies, look-alike human recipes, and meal-specific foods such as appetizers and breakfast. Mm. They're giving their fucking dogs appetizers? You don't need to give a dog appetizers. Guess what? Dogs are always fucking hungry. They'll eat anything. Would you give them a treat? Would you ever give your dog a treat if you had one? If it was a good dog. That's ah, fun. It's fun ah. to treat them. It's fun to reward them. It's fun to beat suckers in Dark Souls. <laughs> Yeah, that's so much more fun. And by the way, yeah. when I'm done with Dark Souls, I, I, I Dark Dark Souls, not Dark Dark Souls. Uh, <laughs> when I'm done with the game, I turn it off and go to sleep. I don't have to worry about it whining. I don't have to worry about the neighbors calling because my Dark Souls is barking too loud. My Dark Souls game never bites anybody who comes to visit. Yeah. My Dark Souls game doesn't shit everywhere. I don't have to carry around bags of shit with me, and I don't have to. I sure shit don't have to bite fancy fucking cupcakes. It just works. And you can take it to the park, and all the girls come around and say, wow, your Dark Souls game is, is really beautiful. See? Agenda. You always have this angle. You're always calculating. Agenda. It's uh-huh. a thing. It's, you know, a community thing. Yeah, oh, a community you, thing. You can meet people and oh go places. Gosh, it's Dick. fun to have a dog. There it is. There is the reason you like your dog. It's Look, it's, chicks. It's fun to have a dog, and it's fun to treat them. So why not... What's so wrong about giving them a little more? It just seems exorbitant, Dick. If you had fewer dogs in this world, there would be more money in people's pockets. People are avoiding buying cars because they're spending it on cupcakes for their dogs. So why do they have to buy cars? Because it stimulates the economy, dickhead. So does this. Ah, It doesn't. (laughs) How does it not? It's buying something. It's just going into the pockets of wealthy dipshits in Wisconsin who are making (laughs) uh, shampoo out of Dead Sea minerals. (laughs) Not Not like the dipshits that own like Ford and G. GM that are just doing all they're all altruism right hey man i got a bunch of friends in michigan who had like to have a word with you uh, we're out of well. jobs good hard working americans out of manufacturing jobs because everyone's lost their fucking minds and they're making fucking dog biscuits and pancakes for fucking 
animals that would be happy eating shit out of a gutter. They, dogs don't know shit from sushi, dude. We're <laughs> wasting all this money on them. Yeah? Yeah, that we could solve hunger with. Uh, Biggest problem in the universe, dog food. Right. Gourmet dog food. I think it's bigger than AIDS. I think it's bigger than hunger. We could, sh- we could ship all this gourmet dog food overseas, I <sighs> guess. It never no, goes <laughs> bad. Right? Oh, is that offensive? No. That I want to no. cure hunger by giving, letting people eat <laughs> dog gourmet food? food? Yeah, a little bit. You, yeah. know, you, know that what is, you know what it is offensive? If I would come out like out to the UN and say, everybody, I got it figured out. I got all the dog food companies to donate uh, 20 bar- uh, barges of dog food. I'm going to send it all over to Africa and Asia. Hunger solved. I think I would get lynched. Yeah, I think so, too. For saying that. I think so, too. That's, that's yeah. really... Um, uh, you, know, you know what, though, Dick? Uh, on that note, I walked into a Petco one time, and I saw all this fancy fucking dog food. It, it looked like cookies. They looked so good. I started salivating. It looked really mm. good. These, this dog food looked like a chocolate chip cookie. I wanted to eat one. Right. So I, I go up to the lady uh, when, I'm, when I'm buying. I forget what I'm buying. I think it was like a lizard or something. And I went up to the lady. Um, <laughs> and How old I, were you? Uh, this is like a year ago, okay. a couple of years ago. Um, so I went up to Lady and I, I thought said, it was like 12 or 13. <laughs> no, no, this is really recent. I went up to the lady when I was checking out and, and I said, hey, have you ever tried the dog food? And she goes, no. I said, come on. She goes, yeah. <laughs> I knew it because yeah. it looks too good. And, and I asked her, how does it taste? She goes, uh, it tastes just like a really, really dull, plain, like sugarless biscuit. Yeah. It doesn't taste like a cupcake. Exactly. So why are we spending all this fucking time, energy, and resources on this? You know, we could probably have solved nuclear fusion if it weren't for gourmet dog food. With all that time and energy and resources we're spending. Scientists are working around the clock, Dick, to find new and fascinating ways to make dog food look more like human food. Yeah. They're also working pretty hard on Dark Souls 3. So are you going to trade? Are you going to stop? Are you going to throw that away if you have to throw away the gourmet dog food? Just seems a little arbitrary to me. That you don't like their thing, but you you want to keep your thing. This isn't even a joke. I think I'm getting hives because of this episode. <laughs> All right, Dick, what was your problem this week? My problems this week was Sean deleted the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean, can that not happen again? I promise nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good answer, buddy. I love it. And, uh, and my problem this week was gourmet dog food. The real problem. No, my problem was hunger. Yeah, what? Oh, yeah, you had two Not, problems. Yeah, you had, I had two uh, problems. Yeah. Sean deleted the podcast. Sean deleted the podcast and hunger. And then mine was gourmet dog food. And, uh, guys, don't forget to vote on these problems. We have the live show coming up on December 19th. We're going to record that, put it online for people who can't attend. If you're a pedophile, go to verped.org. Uh, don't forget to vote again. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.